we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. It appears as though something has happened in the motorcade route. The Oswald has been shot. fired out of two adjoining rooms using a device similar to a hammer to smash the windows. Several uh, flying saucers there of extraterrestrial origin. Chris Graves. Hey, welcome everyone to another Digging Chris Graves. I am yours truly, and I have a great special guest, Monica Perez from Deep Dives with Monica, right? Yeah. And she has been gracious enough to take time to uh, talk to me today. I'm so excited to be here, and I loved your intro. Put me in the right mood. Yeah, it's I, just that little Greta Thunberg at the end. So dare you! <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. <sighs> so welcome, and I wanted to know right off the bat what got you interested in the research and the topics that that you uh, discuss, like with false flags and whatnot. Well, it would. I've told the longer story to my listeners before, but I'll, you know, I can keep it real short. I, um, I met, I was ready to go back into banking. I had been a banker and I was, I had kids at home, but I was like still under the delusion that raising kids was not a like full-time worthwhile occupation for a highly educated woman. And I disagree with that now. I think I should have focused on it more, but I was looking for something to supplement my you know, intellectual endeavors. And I was going to go back into banking in some capacity. And I met somebody who was a radio producer. And um, I had just read, like, I think it was Democracy, the God That Failed by Hans Hermann Hoppe. And I was like, oh my gosh, government is uh, unnecessary, you know? And, and I said, like, the way people used to think, like the question of God was, you know, it's just unthinkable to question God. People it's people don't even think of questioning the necessity of government. And she just loved it. And she, she, and I talk, like I never stopped talking. She's like, that is a common, like original ideas and the ability to talk to a brick wall. Like you were <laughs> made for radio. So she had me audition. And when I was, and I immediately got like an on-air audition. And then I just, I had a weekend show for for eight and a half years after that. But in the beginning, it was totally straight. Like it was just that, that was my radical yeah. thinking. I was an anarcho-capitalist. But I said many times on my show, because people would say, well, oh, I'm sure you think 9-11 was an inside job. And I was like, why would I think that? Like, why, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't even understand. Like, I just, it occurred to me that government's ridiculous, but I don't think they've actually jumped the shark yet. I mean, it's inevitable, mm -hmm. but I don't think so. And then the Boston Marathon bombing happened and I was yeah. happened to be filling in for Eric Erickson. I think it was like on a, who was the biggest, the big primetime host it probably still is on that channel. And that's a huge audience and it's drive time at night or whatever. And what I knew about radio was unlike anything else, people will 
call they call you up and call you out. So if I was reading the Wall Street Journal like everybody else seemed to be on yeah. the air, I'd be no problem because I could just say the Wall Street Journal said it. And I'm like, the Wall Street <laughs> Journal's wrong, you know. And yeah. I was in Rush's time slot sometimes and like you know, and Rush would say things that were like shocking like that, but then other things that were whitewashes and people were like, if I said, well, Rush said it would be fine. But if I disagreed with Rush, I had to have a stack of evidence this big. Right. So I always had to do like five times as much work because I would have to be ready for the call. So I needed to understand exactly what happened. Yeah. Um, I'd track down every fact, have evidence, whatever. So I was trying to, to just do research on get keep up with the news on the Boston Marathon bombing. No question at all that something fishy was going on until I really dug into it. And then the, the mainstream media stories would contradict themselves and change. And I mean, my favorite thing is like I used to during that time, I was looking in the Boston Globe in the retraction sections the next day to see if they retracted the thing that I had figured out was totally wrong. Right. They, you know, they would retract like, oh, this guy's name was spelled wrong. You know, they never retract anything serious. And I was like, they have actual facts wrong. So it was then that I actually discovered the truth. And once I realized that they like meaning the government yeah. would do something like that, then the scales yeah. just fell off my eyes. I was like, well, that like, now like everything 9, makes sense. Now, 9-11 in retrospect, you must have been like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Because my my thing about 9-11 wasn't that they couldn't, just that they wouldn't. And, right. And once I dug into Boston Marathon Bomb, it was like, oh, they would and they did. <laughs> you know, yeah. they did. And then it all just cascades from there to the point where I think the last, the last um, you know, register to fall was uh I don't even think dinosaurs are real. I've heard that, and you know what? <laughs> I wasn't around back then, so I don't know. We've been lied to so much that I don't know what to think anymore. I think they're preposterous. Someone needs to prove to me that they exist. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, and then I don't even go. I don't even make. Fun, I don't make fun of anybody because I. Number one, I have no, no reason to, and number two, I don't know if if the Earth is flat. Oh, I, I totally think. I I believe I know that the Earth is round just because I've witnessed it in like three. Well, that's what I mean. Ways. Yeah. I don't know. You I've know been in I mean? the Concord. So oh, I, okay. Like, See, I well, saw it. But but the the flat earthers will say, well, it's not flat earth, it's like a saucer earth, and you're just seeing oh, right, right. You know, <laughs> I'm like, well, but there's like these four other things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But you have a perspective right there, right? I've never been on the Concord, so I don't know. Yeah. But same with the moon landing. And so I wasn't there. I don't know. Like we've been lied to so much that I don't have no but idea. But why would you think people landed on the moon? What would make you think that? I'm just they, asking you, you personally. Chris, well, like, why would you think that? I never really put I never really put much like thought into that until yeah. I read a series of articles by uh, uh, the late Dave McGowan called oh. Wag "Wagging the Moon Doggy." He's which the I man. Love. Yeah, and that was the funniest thing he ever wrote too. Just all oh, the it was funny. Oh yeah, it was preposterous. So he would point out like the fact that the the uh, the suits that they wore were made by the bra company Playtex. And it's supposed to be this sophisticated uh, cooling and heating system because if you're out, like if you're in the shadows on the moon, it's supposed to be like, I think it was like negative 400 degrees. Yeah, 230, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Or yeah, something like that. Or when you're in the sunlight, it's like, uh, yeah. you know, 200. Oh, maybe 
30 okay, degrees, yeah. but they have to switch. It's like a fine line, and they haven't really, you know, shown us that technology. In fact, and the most, buggy. Where's the radio? The buggy. buggy. <laughs> yeah, it was like a Jetsons thing, like a fold-up thing. They said it literally would be like a suitcase. I mean, you know what kind of radiator you would need in a circumstance right. like that? So I don't know. I think we've been lied to throughout history. Yeah. And, and I just, I don't even understand why anyone believes in the moon landing. Like the only answer anyone yeah. will ever tell me is because it was on TV. But it wasn't though. I think it was not. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it was like through, that's a whole other thing. But ah, I, yes, yes. I'll tell you though, <laughs> I really was excited uh, for many reasons that you agreed to, to come on with me. But with the Boston Marathon bombing. I, I went back and I found you. Like, did your website get like scrubbed from the internet because it's on yes, the way back? I could cry, um, and I never recovered. I just it took it really did its job. It was um, I remember on February fourteenth, twenty eighteen, when I was trying to do research on Parkland, and oh, I couldn't. Man. There was no information on there, and I said, um, "Oh, the internet died today." It's just been scrubbed. And I just didn't even watch my own back. In August 2018, I was tricked by WordPress into um, leaving. Uh, they, they, they told me, so the a Sandy Hook guy, sorry, you might want to bleep that if you want to have a YouTube channel. No, it was the, it was the father of, it was like Leonard Posner. Leonard Posner. Yep. Like he, they said that he personally got a complaint and they put his address in it, which was like, okay, so you're telling me his address yeah. and then you're saying like, I'm going to harass him. No, yeah. but he said, but they said he complained that you have a couple of pictures of his son up there. And I did not, I had a couple of pictures of this kid, like Ahmad Abdul or something who is in the Pakistan school massacres reported you, on the BBC. They used that photo. And I had those pictures, the photo. So I had that picture and all yeah. I wrote is just, this is crazy. And I was just like, recognize this picture. I wrote nothing about about nothing. And they said, this guy wants you to take the picture, this one picture down. So I took it yeah. down because I had a courtesy, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not, you know, teabag. So <laughs> then they sent me another one. He's like, he wants you to take this other picture down. And I was just about to do it. And in their, in their email, it said, we, you have a right under fair use. He's wrong. We, this is the statute. Really? This is the historical, like the cases. And we have fought and won cases like this before. Here is an example of when we have fought and won. So you, yeah. you know, we are not of the position that he's correct, but you have the choice. He's issued a takedown notice for this picture. And my husband, my, we met in law school and he was just like, don't take it down. Like you're a journalist. Right. So I left it up and they didn't just take the picture down. They took the entire website down to the point where I didn't even know. Somebody told me I could like find an, I don't even know what it is. It's like an XLM file or XML right, file. Yeah, so, so I found it. Yeah. All the media was wiped though. So I had unformatted text. So all I have is like the, the maybe 30 or 40 like nice little articles I wrote, but all that I had so much Boston Marathon evidence. Oh my gosh. It was yeah, the insane. older brother being arrested. But I had what I had done was I had downloaded and re-uploaded uh, all the like eyewitness accounts and everything of what yeah. really happened that day. And now it's just, a you know, all the things that were, same thing with um, MH370. I had all these like things that were proof that it just was just blew up and fell right out of the sky right. an hour after it is just right down there. Like you could, there are pictures of it. <laughs> like if it's like, wow. you know, doors I... floating around. Yeah. 
I remember yeah. when uh, I do I do research for a an author named Donald Jeffries. So oh, he was, yeah. he was writing Hidden History three, and I sent him a whole bunch of things on the Boston Marathon bombing for that. I think he's going to put it in uh, Hidden History four. That's how much material he actually has. Wow. But it had all the stuff that you were talking about, or a lot of it, right? And I was able to find articles where WordPress was canceling all these Sandy Hook and Boston bombing blogs. And I never actually got to talk to someone that was a vic pretty yeah. much a victim Jay of Dyer, that. I remember. Alex Jay Jones, Dyer. obviously. But Alex Jones probably makes more money not being on those platforms because he's right. got his own platforms. Um, I A great yeah. blog, a really great truth dar. I, we have different politics, but uh, he... But his name was American Everyman. Man, he was he was he was on Edward Snowden. I think like within a week, the week, <laughs> like McGowan on 9/11 was American you Everyman. Know that? You on know Snowden. That too? Yes, yes. I Dave know. Steve like McGowan's the... the man. Oh, okay, all right. Okay. I think well, they somebody... had to have killed him. <laughs> I well, I talked to his brother Craig, and oh. you might not be far off. Oh, oh wow, yeah. There were a few, but Liam Chef was another one who, yeah. Um, uh, there was one more. Oh, Jim Keith. Fantastic. Was, I'm not, you're not going to believe me, but that was what was right on my mind. Like oh the, yeah. Knee yeah, operation, burning man. Knee operation, and he's like, I'm not getting out of this hospital. Yeah. Am I? Yeah. And Those are the old school deep researchers. That's what I like to go. And you know, with Jim Keith, not to go too far off, but it's not okay. really actually, he used to write for this website called nitro news. And their website got hacked and like all of his stuff that was online wow. gone. Basically. Wow. So yeah. Really? That was around 99. We, is there a Wayback Machine that far? Yeah, the Wayback Machine. I went back. That's all you can find is certain like remnants. A few things. Um, the yeah. Wayback Machine is being purged for I've heard sure. that too. I mean, yeah, I, no. I can't find what I used to. I used to be able to find absolutely everything. And now, I mean, shit, I try to find it. It really bums me out because if I'm if I'm on the trail. Yeah. And I go to the Wayback Machine. I'm like, I'm gonna get it, and it yeah. and it's it's like some porn thing or whatever. I'm just like, I, I get Rick rolled, like basically. Right, right. I just it bums me out because I'm like, I you know, I I cracked the code. I just need the proof, and this is proof because they took it down, but it's not. It doesn't prove to anybody. Well, with your permission and only your permission, I can screen share right now your your old website oh. and your, your article on the older brother. I'm naked man. Bring it. That went viral. And somehow like my name fell off it. So it was like anonymously viral. I don't know how that happened, but, but yeah, this, let's has, this picture had the guy has clothes on still. So I don't know what to think. Cause I saw well, the, the naked guy being arrested live. I watched that cause I'm in Massachusetts. Wow. Yeah. But I'll, I'll pull it up and um, yeah, let's see which one it is. Cause I wrote many articles about this. Yeah. But this is what I could find uh, okay. a little while ago. Let me make sure. It's been that... so long. I hope it's not embarrassing. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. I uh, I'm just glad Ooh. I was able to find it. Yeah, now I'm just <laughs> all spooky and everything. Here yeah. we go. Monica Perez. Yeah, yep, the Monica it's Perez. A little, it's a little rough. It used to have formatting. <laughs> well, that's all right. Okay, well, what you got? Here's the that. Future. I think that guy's a cop. That's the man on the ground. Okay. Yeah. I think that guy's a cop. But there was a black SUV, Mercedes SUV. I think it's that guy's. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then. But the naked I man, can you find the one that's um you could even just go up if you if you're on that page, you can go up and find who is the naked man. 
Okay. It's going to be in that list. Just I can't read it. Oh, maybe I can if I can open this. Little says the up. God that failed by Hans Hermann Hoppe. Hoppe. But if you keep looking, you will find. Inconvenient text. Who okay. is the naked man? It would have been. Gee, I can't see it. Can you use the search function there? Or yeah. if you can click through, I'm sure I. I'm sure I. Who is the naked man? Right here. Okay. Yeah, click on it. Here we go. That was the one that went. Because wow. I watched this live on CNN. Yeah, CNN, for sure. Yeah, here we go. All right, so you look at his, um, if you still have the. Okay, yeah. So I wow. was up all night. Alex Jones actually, I, I mean, he did not personally, but on his website, right. after I published this, all the pictures that it took me like hours and hours and hours to find and piece together appeared on his website the next day, just the three pictures I had in this article. So Did I know I was- you any credit? No, nah, it's all right. That happens to me every once in a while. And I, I love it when people take my stuff. I love that we build on each other's work, but please well, give yeah. me a shout out once in a while. That's all I ask. This girl too. needs a shout out. So- um, Yeah, these all here, I think it it's so old now that- it, Yeah, that's it, what happened. So I rescued all the words, but I couldn't find that. But what I had done in that article- yeah. was it was a picture from CNN of the older brother, Tamerlan Tsarnaev, being arrested. Now, they said that he was, like, dead, killed, run over by his brother on the spot. Yeah. Uh, I think that must have happened after because there were eyewitness observers that said that cops ran him over and killed him. They did because uh, there were phone calls that people yes, in the local who were area there in Watertown. Watertown. Oh my gosh. You know the whole That's thing. Right. Oh yeah. There were only six Watertown cops there yeah. and in the shootout. And he said, you can hear him in the background saying, we didn't do it. We give up. Yeah. So he was naked and I had that picture and I froze it and I went through this old article, um, have passport will travel or something. It was when yeah. he was a boxer. And yeah. so there were all these pictures of him without a shirt on. And he had an, uh, a unique peck pectoral setup so that his, his nipples were like on the far outside lower right corners of his pecs. Like they were not centered at all. Never right. seen it before. Not that I've like, but I, I like boxing, you know, so I watched yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I, you could see something was weird. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that was, that was him. Um, him. And then furthermore, in that article, this is what makes me, confirms for me that he was a CIA agent, yes. is that he, in that article, is his wife, but it was described as his Brazilian girlfriend, but his wife is Catherine Russell. Like the picture was the same. Right. But Catherine Russell is, is a Yale CIA family. Yeah. And I always wondered if like her grandfather who's in the CIA was in Skull and Bones. And technically the Skull and Bones name is the Russell Trust. But uh, um, but I, I couldn't like actually get that complete connection there. But right. I mean, they are definitely associated with the CIA. Um, and then one guy, they no one ever talks to them. The only person who ever talks about it was that Officer Donahue. Or Donahoe. So there was a Sean Collier was a cop, an MIT cop. He was the J. Shot. He was the JD Tippett of this whole case. JD Tippett was the cop that was killed supposedly by Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. I know who Tip Tippett was. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I think always so. refer to. Him I think like those. I think those things were completely unrelated. I think Sean Collier was murdered for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, that's what I'm agreeing. Unrelated. Yeah, yeah. So they just, because this crime took place on the same night 
they tried to act like it was a manhunt for those guys right. because of that. But the officer Donahue, which was a Boston transit cop who was a friend of Sean Collier's. So Sean Collier was assassinated for some reason. He was shot like six times. He was assassinated. And they said it was because they wanted to get his gun out of his holster, which they couldn't because they, they needed more of a gun. And I'm like, they needed more of a gun, but they used six bullets to kill this guy and not get his gun. What the hell? Not true. <laughs> right, right, right. Not a true story. Then Donna Donahue, he was shot and bled out. Like it was, I had to look up if it is medically possible to bring somebody back to life after this. And it is like, they, they do have the technology to bring somebody back. And I would imagine it would be Boston. He was shot in the femoral artery and bled out. Like, so somebody, if you think about that as an assassin, somebody walked up to him with a gun low and fucking just shot him in the leg and just mm -hmm. left him there to die. And he did not die. He has no recollection of the event whatsoever. And I remember saying at the time, I was like, there is going to be a cop bullet in his leg. And like weeks or months later, it was like, oh, it was friendly fire, whatever. And the story was that sh that Donahue was in Watertown, that he was in hot pursuit or called to the scene. Six Watertown cops and yeah. one Boston transit cop who was the only witness to the murder of Sean Collier. Yeah. And he is called away from the murder scene and gets himself nearly killed in Watertown. Yeah. Just complete nonsense. And that to he me, doesn't that, remember that. Yeah. That uh, good for him. I, I feel like right. Don't blame like, him. <laughs> he not, should not remember. He should not remember. Don't remember anything. Yeah. Do You're not okay. remember. He's <laughs> still but, breathing. Just don't. Yeah, that's fine. But it, but they acted like it was a big shootout, but it was just the Watertown yeah. cops. Nobody else was there. And one Boston transit cop, there were so many layers upon layers of, of yeah. lies and uh, distortions and they couldn't ping their phones. Come on. I mean, they, it was well beyond the past that they could, they could do that. The green Honda Civic was there in Watertown. Yeah. And they said that they hijacked that black Mercedes SUV. Why? So they could drive two cars. They were throwing bombs out the window of one of the That's cars, they said, but they yeah. each were driving one car. Who was throwing the bombs? I mean, well, right, right, right. I you think know, they forgot well, while they're, you know, too much. it was too much ridiculousness. Yeah. It was just too much. It was ridiculous. And then it came out actually, and I have the article still, it came out that they, they had to admit that they didn't kill Collier. So, oh, I never followed up yes, on that. So they still, attribute his murder to them even yeah, though they it do was that. oh and then then they started bringing in the pot in the yeah. other town that and that was completely he was friends with that guy yes. and then and then the Todashev. oh my brian Todashev in florida they shot the guy. and then they fell out of a helicopter his wife called me, Ibrahim Toshev. Yes, and then they fell out of a helicopter. No, 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 not those guys. The cops, the two cops who fell out of the helicopter were the guys who arrested um, Jahar oh, Sarnaya, okay. who was dead on arrival. Right. They say he's still alive. Definitely not alive. Right. I said that day, I was like, you'll never see a picture of this guy alive again, and you have not. Yeah. Um, this is the only case where maybe one or two uh, where I was actually, cause I was on the radio, I was followed. Like I was monitored. So when oh, I said this okay. once, two years in, I was like, you never saw another picture of that Jahar have again. And like the next day was this weird, distorted picture in the Boston globe. And I was like, they are listening to me. <laughs> and Abraham Tordashev's wife called me from Russia 
Really? And yes. And she was like, oh, we want to raise awareness. And I said, well, he's, you know, you talk to the family. Surely they know Jahar is not dead. She was like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And that these guys were framed. She's like, yeah, they just don't know what happened and they needed a scapegoat. I was like, but they were in the CIA. She's like, no, they weren't. And it's like, and Ibrahim Todeshev was living with somebody else. Like, what are you talking? He's like, well, that was just his roommate. It's like, really? I think he kissed her. So, <laughs> but I, I, we had a hard time connecting because she was literally in Russia. Like I had to call her from my radio station and they had like a block wow. against international calls. So I'm sure she was in Russia. It was such a weird story, but somehow like my little corner got out. Like they knew I was on it. They, they I was trolled like on the regular there and so they didn't, but now I don't think anybody cares about that story. So I yeah, can say that. Long gone. I no, never stopped saying it. Yeah. Oh, me neither. But same they, with Vegas. they did yeah. the same thing with Vegas. There were no, other shooters about, on the ground. What about that woman reporter, whatever, who died or committed suicide, who really cracked the code on Vegas? She, there was a bit shoot, um, video bit don't shoot. Don't tell happened. me she died. They put out a documentary that had all the holes in it you know what i'm talking about i think i do i didn't know she died though yeah she died and it and um oh my god the it, it sucked because the bit shoot i find the, her name the documentary was really good yeah yeah the bit shoot uh like she, it has she such... pointed out the helicopters shooting down at the crowds and the other shooters at the other casinos oh my god I didn't know about that, but I figured there had to been something up with the helicopter because why didn't they just take the guy out in a second? Well, the his the glass to his his hotel room in the yes. that wasn't even broken yet. Debbie Luzignan. Oh, oh so I'm gonna send this to you. That's um wow. Because I yeah. looked into that too, and uh, he was obviously a, a a patsy, you know. Yeah, you I don't I did not look into it, so I don't really know, but I always meant to look into her work on it. Yeah. And wow. then she's dead. Well, <laughs> I think usually when uh, you know, not everything is a conspiracy, yeah. I have to remind myself that, but certain things yeah. are a little too convenient. For me, I feel like the two things that get you killed is if you really have firsthand knowledge. Right. Or if you have unusual influence or reach. Yeah. So Anthony that, Bourdain and yeah. I don't know if Michael Hastings, but I'm not, I'm not sure Michael no, Hastings is still, but I don't know about that. That was a weird scene as well. That was yeah. weird, but I just don't know. Cause we, we actually, I, I went, I saw the tree that Me he too. crashed into and you Me could too. see the video of him going. So I just don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's always good not to speculate unless we have some concrete stuff. But with the Boston bombing, I'll tell you, man. I don't know if you remember, but they said there was a third explosion at the JFK Library that day too. Oh yeah, I do remember that. What was that? It was in the archives room. So what did they want to destroy? And that was after Poppy Bush and oh, Bin Laden's brother. Uh, what was the company they had together? Uh, any other time. Uh -huh. You know what I'm talking about? They uh, No, I don't remember. They were having breakfast on 9-11. Yeah, with, yeah, yeah. The brother. It was, with, it was with this company that they both sat on the board of directors. That company bought the property of the, the JFK library shortly before that. 
and not the Carlisle group. Carlisle group. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, isn't that Baker? James Baker? Well, James Baker brought that yeah. to light as well. That, that the fact that um, you know, a Poppy Bush may have had something to do with JFK's murder. It's, it's oh yeah, I know. He's yeah. the only person on earth who doesn't remember where he was that day. Did you ever right. hear that story? <laughs> yes, I have. And it's ridiculous. Even J. Edgar Hoover wrote a memo yeah. about a George Bush oil man from Houston. And he was asking about uh, a tip that this George Bush from Houston uh, was talking about. Cause there was no a guy. Named, way. Yeah. There was a guy named James. Um, he would work on his campaign later on in 1988, but he was friends with this. I can't remember the last name, so I probably shouldn't bring it up, but he basically, <laughs> he threw his buddy under the, under the bus by saying that he thinks he, he could be a suspect. And it was James uh, Bird or Angle. I can't remember, but well, yeah. James Jesus Angleton, maybe. I think I might be screwing it. I might be mixing mixing it. I think it was James Bird. I, I believe. Okay. But in the memo, no. it's a, anyone listening right now. It's a memo that um, that J. Edgar Hoover wrote about a Texas oilman from businessman from Houston. Okay, I'm looking at two archives. Do you mind? I'm sorry. I just oh, no, decided no, to like no. zip over here and look at this. Um, yeah. They are two New York Times articles, one from July 19, July 11th, 1988. And this is the headline. I can't get to it because it's behind a paywall. But the headline oh. is 63, 1963 FBI memo ties Bush to intelligence agency. And yep. then... It says it's a memo from November 29th, 1963. We know what that's about. <laughs> right. Then on July 20th, 1988 is another New York Times <laughs> article. Yep. So that's nine days later. The title is Mistaken Identity Seems Likely in the 1963 yeah, FBI that's Memo. What, that's what they said. They, uh, oh, it's so wrong George Bush. But they only said that later. And, later. and it's just funny because you can look back and see as, yeah. as media shuts down, that you can see some of this stuff. So 9-11 was a huge turning point for the media. Post-JFK was a big turning point. People talk about that big speech he gave to the press pool, like there's a worldwide conspiracy. If you, listen, if you listen to that whole speech, it's him telling them, I believe, about the communist conspiracy, and he's asking them to not report everything that they know, like to please... Don't spill the beans because we're fighting the good fight. I believe it was against the communists. So it's funny because that speech is misinterpreted. And I feel like maybe he was complicit in, in some of the like um, controlling of the media. And then he had Operation Mockingbird. But 9-11 was a huge turning point. And February 14th, uh, 2018, the Parkland was a big turning point in, in shutting down the internet. And I think, uh, I don't know if you'll agree with me or not, but I think Alex Jones played his part beautifully. Oh, yes, I, I really do, especially yeah. those trials. I think. He, he, oh, I did not follow those. I was like, "How did he? Have, he didn't even defend himself." No, he didn't. That was the thing. And people were like, "Well, he had no choice." It's like I don't know. No, he could have had it thrown out, Monica, and I'll tell you why. I believe it. Do you, the whole basis for this last, uh, this last defamation suit, right? Yeah. It was with the Breslins. They made the claim, or Neil Breslin made the claim on Megyn Kelly's show that he was holding his his dead child in his arms with a bullet hole in his head. He made that claim. And then you go back, all the way back to the day after Sandy Hook with Wayne Carver, the coroner that was sitting yeah. there 
laughing yeah. and being goofy and unnatural. Yeah. He says that the parents never came in contact with their children and had to be identified through Polaroids. You know, I and also Alex remember... could have had that thrown out, in my yeah. opinion. And I, I and I I remember the the remember the blonde headed lady, the mom who they took the magic markers and they went and drew all over the white casket of the girl. I think she said she never saw, I think she said she never saw the girl. That's right. Uh, Well, I'm not too sure. But that's a different person. Yeah. I I mean, that's a different person. The magic marker thing. I do remember that story though. Right. But I thought she was saying they were not allowed to see her, but they could be in that room with the casket. And I I just, I I feel like that supports what you're saying, but I understand it's not proof. But the fact that this gentleman and I don't have trillions of dollars, so allegedly, but I've seen the footage. He he breaks down and he tells Megan Kelly that he was holding his son, his dead son, in his arms. But how would they to, ever allow that? Well, it well, that's that. First of all, you're right, right there. And second of all, the coroner the day after said that none of the parents came in contact yeah. with their children. So I believe that. And I mean, how would they? Like you let them in. Well, that was the other thing. At Columbine, uh, there were parents being arrested trying to get past the cops because the cops had, were standing down. Texas, too, right? And Texas was a repeat. Like the Matthew McConaughey thing? Yeah, well, right, right. You know, that bizarre. And then his wife has this other bizarre story on a plane. Like, they are obviously in the club. <laughs> well, well, then you also have Melissa Joan Hart, you know, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. And Clarissa explains it all for even older people like myself. <laughs> she was at the um, the Nashville shooting and helped those kids escape across the highway. And then she also made the claim, and it could be true, that during Sandy Hook, her family lived nearby. So it was the second school shooting that... Did you... How about that chick, um, the Petty Petito? The yeah, petito yeah. Case. That chick, Gabby Petito, yes, was in a video, a music video after Sandy Hook, where she, you know, it's like a acoustic guitar, and she's got a bait, a little toddler, and it's about love or whatever. You went and, missing, right? The the blonde haired girl that yeah, that, she went missing. She's, she's they said she's dead. And her boyfriend, her boyfriend small, did it. Small talk. Gabby Petito was small talk, and his name yes. was like whitewash or something. Like I remember there was weird symbolism in there. It was names. in a tribute video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was a tribute, and and the video clearly looks like it's a young mother with a young right. child but she says well yeah, i was supposed to be the older sister i was like you're the older sister but like who makes a video like that without explaining <laughs> right right <laughs> because she yeah. this is why i looked into that because like she just looked too old and she was too trendy like she was wearing an outfit uh without a bra like and that was just such a current trend like for people to be like yeah. that on top of a trend like that in real life it was it just seemed weird to me and she seemed older and i think a lot of times what they do is They'll take people who are totally out of context, like say some pictures that aren't really the person, you know, they say, oh, this person was shot. And they'll show you a picture of somebody when they were six, who's now 26. So you're never going to see that six-year-old walking around 
That's what they tried to say, Sandy Hook. A lot of those kids, there were pictures of like their siblings and all. I I don't know for a fact. I but don't the know. Robbie Parker thing, like to have to leak that, that was another CNN leak. I mean, is this the beginning of like gaslighting of really trying to create an alt community where we just are so busy with all the shit they feed us that yeah. we can't ever. You know, it's not that we would ever find the truth if we were less busy. It's yeah. just that we would know we're not finding it. There would be a big hole okay. in, you know, and this way we all sit there and just like, I think I know the answer. I think I know right. the answer. I think it's, they, it's they interesting. Propped up, they yeah. propped up the hoaxer thing over the uh, the other version where they there were other suspects that got away. Oh, all I that, remember that. All the, not there were there were guys in a purple van dressed like nuns, like the movie The Town, that they were chasing away, and they said they were wearing masks. Did you ever see the guy there that day who the was being interviewed, and he said they arrested somebody? He's in the back of that. They wouldn't car. turn the camera. Yeah, around. and he says you could just you could see it right there if you wanted. It's right to. there, guy. Turn yeah. turn the camera. There's somebody in the woods back right there. Here. Yeah. Yeah, that was the camera. It's like they just keep they stay on the guy and they don't turn the camera. They they really know what they're doing. I mean, they're obviously in on it, but it is. I had a listener once, a young guy, he sent me a like he had done some kind of um data search or whatever. I don't even know what you call it or how you do it, but it was like how many times a certain word was mentioned on the internet. And the word hoax wasn't right. mentioned more than any other word and then all of a sudden it's just like logarithmic yeah it just yeah. goes straight up hoax just on the day of sandy hook like that was that was the word because i think people died right so i'm not a hoaxer but i think right. it was a false flag mixed with a drill mixed with a new element like a twilight zone element with the media uh part of it where they would have people sitting there laughing that like a natural that was crazy yes what? It, wasn't what is just, that? it wasn't just the coroner and and certain parents and robbie we parker well yeah there's that too there wasn't just that there was odd interviews with like cops and stuff on the scene where there was one where uh, i think it was fox news they were this this uh reporter was interviewing two of the state troopers and just their demeanor and the guy goes really is that the is that the truth he's like talking in this weird cadence and if you look it up on BitChute, just write uh weird odd <laughs> weird odd sandy yeah. hook interview and it'll be on the one of the top 10 that are on there and it's with the two state troopers and the way this reporter phrases it i think a new version of the false flag came about in 2012 where they added introduced this twilight zone aspect where it would get people like myself like get us going like is this real is it not is this real and i think it culminated with the the alex jones defamation trials i it's just something that i think was engineered can you flesh that out like just putting just putting like odd stuff out after the events like with aurora there was weird accounts with that. Too, yeah, yeah. With so, but why? You, are, are you agreeing with me? It's just to keep us busy, or is there? I think it's a honeypot to get actual researchers. Oh, that are the, and to I got taken in. down in a honeypot operation. That's like what I my mean. WordPress. Yeah, that was honeypot. Like the Sandy Hook trials and, and stuff. Were, That's why they solved. had those. 
that crazy picture of the Posner kid. I remember in the article I wrote, what are they? Why would he to? be in a Pakistani I school think, and Sandy Hook? It was I the thought, same picture, Monica. It I was you were right. That they were doing it to be like, you know, when you are going to get a radiation thing and you drink dye. Right, right. I thought it was like a dye for the system to see how media spreads because it was clear right. it had to have been one source, whatever. So if you, so. I think it was both. They, yeah, they it's do, honey they pop, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Multitask, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So, so it's a honeypot for sure, which would mean that they were trying to like see who would have right. the nerve to talk about that. I and agree the with WordPress that blogs, the researchers, Wolfgang Halbig, other WordPress ones. WordPress like, was so great. I loved it yeah, so much. Yeah, it was. And then, <laughs> then they put in their policy that they were going to pull down anything, oh, even if you just wrote good. Sandy Hook, you would yeah. get pulled down. And I'm like, I don't like the idea that I can't ask questions. I'm not going after any family members or anything. Pizzagate contributed to that. Tell me that in a second. One second. I want to say what I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I sure. to say Pizzagate. Um, talking to you, by the way. Sorry. Yeah, me too. I, I'm just writing things down. I know somebody, my producer yells at me. He's like, you look away a lot. I'm like, I got to do all this no, stuff. I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to write stuff down. I got to. So, yeah, exactly. So the Matrix. Yes. You know how at the in the end of the first Matrix, he says, we made you a perfect world, but you just couldn't accept it. Right. And I yeah. think that's why that's what that's why they feed us this stuff. I think that's well, what I was you, trying to. Identify. If you pause it at a certain point, I don't know if you ever went back and looked, but if you pause it, uh, Neo's driver's license expires. Sandy so Hook. No, it expires on September eleventh, oh. two thousand one. Tuesday, September eleventh, two thousand one. Oh, it was Batman, the Aurora Batman that had Sandy, Sandy Hook on the map, and the guy that was responsible, the prop master that was responsible for putting that in on the thing, he's dead, and he lived near Newtown. He he died in a weird traffic uh, accident. I sent that to Donald too for Hidden History Three. I'm telling I, you, Monica, there's all this weird stuff. Was he on Delling Pole? Sal Jeffrey's on Delling Pole. I was listening to him interviewed somewhere. I forget where it was. Well, he's with Billy Ray Valentine and Tony Arterburn, like America Unplugged. Yeah. And he does I, I protest. So. I did always want to talk to him, so maybe someday. Yeah, he's my good buddy. Um, okay, so Pizzagate. How, how are you tying in Pizzagate? No, I'm saying that that was um, also used with the Sandy Hook thing as lightning rod subjects that we're not allowed to question or talk about. Because if you think about it, Alex got dragged in with that as well. See, I thought Pizzagate was not, I, I didn't even give it any time. I thought it was meant to suck you into a hole. Like it was. Q. Like Q. And the Q op. That was Q siphoned well. off so many people. I used yes. to have a radio show and I would have truthers call me for just listening in the car. Like they were like, I can't believe you're on the radio. Can't believe it. They would call and we would just have these great conversations. It was like amazing. And then like one day it was adrenochrome and the next day it was 60,000 indictments. I was like, <laughs> trust the plan. Trust the plan. Trust the but day. What happened to the plan? plan? Yeah, the plan. Don't, they're still trusting the plan. I know. Still to trust the plan. The storm is coming. I I got my tweet got taken down because I I got my tarp. Plan. Is it ever yeah. gonna get, stop coming? No, it's still no, it's still it's it's still 
Still that was another op, and you know what? Just like with the whole Trump thing, who, I, I think I think he was a puppet like all the others, and I definitely. Think that, oh yeah. Every penny he ever made was uh, through government programs. Yeah. I mean, his dad made the money through the projects. His sister's a federal judge. He got a um, somehow got a casino license that he didn't deserve, <laughs> which is keeps the, all the other competition at bay. Even when he yeah. built his Trump stuff, it was completely against regulations he built it in concrete he destroyed the edifice that he was supposed to preserve like he wouldn't he pay people too and he'd be like sue me oh and the biggest thing was he got that um the post office contract in dc oh, yeah. and that on the board of the company that awarded it to him was diane feinstein's husband and that company was sued because he was not the most qualified and and I thought he was going to make a half a billion dollars off of that, and he managed to put his like turn everything into like bankruptcy. It didn't go bankrupt, but it was only like three hundred fifty million dollars. But um, I don't think he was ever as rich as they said, and that's why he was, you know, I that's how he, he got it. He was co-opted because I remember his campaign in the beginning. People thought he was a joke. And then all of a sudden he started to rise and I'm like, Oh, is that when they got to him? Like they were able to yeah. hook him in, give him the talking points with Cambridge Analytica. He's the conspiracy theorist president. You know, I used to get a lot, a lot of email. Like when I got trolled on the bus marathon, that yeah. was nothing compared to how many people wanted me to be hardcore anti-Semitic. So like yeah. I get, I will never talk about foreign policy. I understand yeah. like the uh, Israel-Palestine thing, the blockade. That's a tactic the, they use to take down a 9-11 truth too. Yeah. And I I mean, I totally get it. I'm not, you know, they, they would say like- Believe me, Mossad is, not, is just as guilty as the CIA, but there are people that will infiltrate groups that either say- the Jews did everything or right. that the Vatican did everything. Ah, uh, yes, script. yes. Same I wish script. I believed the Vatican did everything because then I could say that because I'm Catholic. It's totally fine right. with me. But right. I don't know. The Jews did everything story. Like I, I it doesn't, it's it doesn't totally make sense to me, but I understand yeah. like there are different factions. You can find fishy business, funny business, the Vatican bad, and Israel. Bad apples in every group. It's and but I mean there are centers of power, City of London, Wall right. Street, you know, there are these centers of power, but I'll yeah. never even go down there because they really, really wanted to uh, me to come out with the like anti-Semitic stuff. They would really guide me in that direction. And I'm um, trying to think why I was telling That's you that. A trap. They, yeah, that is they, very trap. It was that. It was oh, trap. oh, okay. So, so yeah. people used to email me all the time with that kind That's of stuff. Right. Real hardcore anti-immigrant people, like real haters, and they would send me yeah. stuff that was bullshit. And I would write back, and I was like, "This is like not a real tape. This is not a real document." Use your Fuck, brain. Yeah. Yes, and they would argue and try to convince me. And in retrospect, I realized these were people who were there for a reason. Yeah. And I remember when I was doing like the top 10 candidates for president, it was like two years before yeah. um, I did a top 10 on my show and like Donald Trump was the joke. And I was like, I like Donald Trump. Like he's the only one who isn't a politician. And this one guy was immediately, he was just like, oh yeah, he's the best. And I was like, how could you possibly like him? His daughter's Jewish. Like you're, you're in that whole basket thing. Like, why would you like this guy? He's obviously not right. of a mind. And he's like, well, we're just going to give him a pass on that. I was like, you are going to give him a, you won't give me a pass just for not saying <laughs> stuff like that. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? Right. So 
So yeah. I right away I was like, Trump, how does this guy know Trump is gonna? And then he went and said that stuff about the immigration and yeah. immigrants or rapists, whatever. And I was like, yeah, oh, I remember oh, that. There you go. This, yeah. <laughs> you know? I have I have the uh I have the footage that people forgot all about where he calls in on 9-11. He calls into the news station and talks about how there's bought there's other devices that help the with the airplanes take those buildings down because he was a building construction guy. And I think they were grooming him ever since ever since that moment, because that was around the time that he flew to Minnesota to visit Jesse Ventura when he was governor. And it was going to be on the libertarian presidential ticket. I and he's he, a conspiracy guy. Well, was he? That's what I'm wondering. Oh, no, but I'm just saying that yes. was the model. And, yeah. you know, many are called, but few are chosen. Maybe Jesse Ventura was getting groomed. Well, there's that would kill me, but you know what? At this oh, point, I'm I don't. No, no, you're right. <laughs> kind of like with the the Bobby Jr. thing. I just because I have an affinity for you know his uncle and his father, and his cousin because I even looked into Ju John Jr.'s plane explosion, and yeah. it was an explosion. He didn't just dive into the thing. I am open to the idea that he could be another Trump puppet type. I mean, thing. Those, I'm hoping those guys. Not. I'm with you with JFK, RFK, and I, I yeah. think John Jr. also, but those guys, like yeah. they died for a cause. Like I'm sure they were totally, I assume they were totally deep state or corrupt or whatever, but like yeah. MLK, Ronald Reagan, like when you're starting to take bullets, you know, you're not you're doing like, something wrong. You, right. There might you're be something, doing something right. <laughs> yeah. two, two different people who yeah. I have had the occasion to talk to offline, like, yeah. you know, whatever before or after conversations. Um, yeah, who interacted with him personally, RFK Jr., like that team? Should I, sketchy, sketchy. Should I, should I have more of a? I'd be skeptical. Okay, I know the green, the green agenda thing, I'm not comfortable with. It's not even that, it's just you know, there's something about the VAX stuff that had that it needs to be cordoned off, I guess. There's something about like they're defining where the opposition is allowed to go. Okay, you, you and know. I I think that's what that part is. And that um, if I can not be blinded, that all the better. But so, limited hangouts have value, and as I always say, like I get more out of them than they get out of me. And that Dr. Shiva, like yeah. I don't really don't mean to like come out and say I haven't followed him at all. I don't know what the controversy. I know there was controversy, but I will tell you yeah. before COVID. There were two things that happened. One was the UN had a like some kind of backdoor thing on vaccines, and they talked openly about how uh, vaccines were dangerous, that the adjuvants were untested, and they need to look, look into that. And then Dr. Shiva made his debut on the right. world stage in a classroom at MIT where he explained the dangers of adjuvants. And Vax, is that how you say it? Adjuvants? Adjuvants? Yeah, um, so. yeah, I think so. So I said, well, either this guy's for real and that other UN thing was leaked, or they're working on a vaccine that doesn't use adjuvants yeah. and they want us to be ready for that. And, and that happened that year. And I said that out loud. Yeah. So, and then the and then the thing about um Malone was another one where he he his first appearance on Del Victory's show, he said yes. the yeah. problem was the spike protein. We need a 2.0. Right. And then I asked him personally on a union of the unwanted. I was like, 
What do you think about the fact that they blew up the the um, trial by vaccinating the control group? Right. And he said, well, you can't have unvaccinated people walking around. They're a danger. And I was oh. like, what? Wow. Yeah. thought that was I weird. I, like, I, I, well, I, I, hate, I hate talking like this because it's. I don't like to, I don't like to cause trouble or make enemies at no. all. I like to analyze things, but I also can't. You got to point stuff out. If it doesn't make sense, like if Bobby Jr. going forward, right? I told people that because I actually got in an online fight. Like I, I told myself I would not. I got into mm-hmm. it on Twitter about Bobby Jr. What about it? Just that it just seemed it seemed like the, this particular person was just putting out uh, anti Kennedy stuff over and over again. It, it seemed like that, but I think maybe I was being blinded to well, where I'm but like, "What's the evidence?" I just gave you something about Shiva and yes. you and the Malone like that. I thought was weird. I don't. I am not giving anything for why I think RFK is weird, except for a little bit of hearsay. You have a, and offline. you have a feeling. You have a just you, feel, well. It's just I talked to two people who had the feeling. Like I don't even. Right. I have a feeling. Because just no way, <laughs> you know what I mean. There's yeah. just no way a Kennedy is He's is going Kennedy. rogue and living like that's just not happening. So I'm, I'm hoping that he, in his mind, I'm hoping that just because of it, what they did to his family and his father and his uncle and his cousin, in my opinion, and a lot of actually other family members that mm-hmm. they don't even talk about that died weird. I'm hoping that this whole thing is to throw a wrench into the spokes and give these bastards the biggest headache they ever got. Cause I, I honestly think that he probably doesn't think he could win either, but if he can make some kind of a stink out of this whole like rig system and make a statement with it, I'm hoping it's something like that. Maybe, you know? Okay. So somebody gave me, my brother gave me this long time ago and I finally dusted it off. It's from September, 2016, a book called RFK jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. and the Dark Side of the Dream by yeah, that's right, Monica. Gary you came up during that feud that I was talking about because someone started. Posting. Oh, oh, that, oh! No, you were holding the book, and I was like, "Oh no, no, no!" Sorry, sorry. No, but I just said I was wrong. No, no. I, I got to read it. I got to read it. Oh, I, I agree. just I came I, to my senses, and but what I'm saying is, like this guy, he was on his heels, right. So what happened? Like what, what is, what, what's the, everything should be looked at. I agree. And if I see something too, as much as it might pain me, I'll point it out too. But I, again, I, people like the fact that I have an Ivy league education, a half an Ivy league education, I would argue because I was, went to community college for the first time. Um, You know, to be like, that's enough. That's enough. It's like, well, that's not enough. Like what you need is some, evidence like what did that person say or do right. even you know but it is enough to say that you've drawn people away from a, a truer truth right you know you've drawn okay. people away yeah. i just don't know but the other stuff i was like when you like like with i should know day. better as a researcher i should know better and i should not have blinders up but I, you just need evidence no either way right. just be open-minded just say defend them give them the benefit of the doubt everybody yeah. deserves that everybody deserves that usually that lasts about five minutes when you start doing <laughs> right, research. Right. <laughs> but like anthony bourdain when he died i said this i'm yeah. treating this as i'm sure tra- i'm treating this as a suicide <laughs> like as the <laughs> investigator i'm treating this as a suicide unless something Something goes screwy with that Asia or Asia, whatever Argento story. That's right. If, if that story doesn't hold up, then I'm going to say he knew something and they had to get rid of him because he was prominent yeah. in getting people to believe in the Weinstein thing, which was definitely not 
on the level. And That's he wouldn't right. be the only person who was suicided in that case. No, There's a lawyer wasn't. named Jill Rose McGowan's. Um, yes. Well, yes. Uh, maybe she did commit suicide. However, no, I, yeah, I thought I'll same thing. Yeah. I thought it was out of guilt, but you know what? There well, it might have it, it might it might have been under pressure because she was liberal. Like she didn't. There was a woman, Catherine Casey, I think her name was, who was yeah. investigating the House on American Activities Committee, and she found the Carnegie stuff that um, endowment files that said that they had promoted World War One to destroy this country, and she lost her mind and had to stop. You know, so it's possible that you will just. Right get a, a break from that kind of like cognitive dissonance. But with Anthony Bourdain, it was only a few months later that it came out that Argento had yeah. settled a sexual harassment suit of uh, where she was the defendant. She was the one that did, yes. Right. And right. that would give me cause to think that she was then manipulated into telling a story about the Weinstein thing that wasn't accurate. And so I just, it, it was just weird. I'm just saying when I, when, when I say, well, the only thing that can make me think this isn't true is if this happens next and then that happens next, I'm now the benefit of the doubt has like, <laughs> right. but that whole thing was kind of weird. Cause I'm like, I've met Harvey Weinstein before and he was creepy. Well, no, it was at a, a test screening for a film in Burbank. It was a movie called Fanboys that Seth Rogen was in. And <laughs> the, the Weinstein company had you know, put the bill, they, they paid for it. So it was one of those things where they would, uh, a test screening where they would give you a survey after and all that. And because of his affiliation with like uh, Tarantino and Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith uh, from clerks and all that. That's why I wanted to go up and, and say, Hey, I hope to I, I, like an idiot. I was like, I hope to work for you someday, sir. And then like yeah, 10 years I've later, stuff like that too. he's a Hollywood monster. He's on all the thing. And I'm like, Oh no. That's but like, here's the thing. With with that, uh, yeah, I, I'm. It's gross, and also like Anthony Bourdain came out against how gross and nasty the restaurant business is. Like I was in that, and it's it's awful being treated that way. I really, and even when I was a banker lawyer, I just I was young and voluptuous, and I got mistreated because of that, which sucks. And I don't, I, they don't have a right to do that. It's not the same as rape, although I have been like groped, which is also awful. But it's, it's a violation, yeah. not rape. But right. you know, let's just call things by their names. I've never been raped by someone I dated repeatedly and then dated again after having been raped by them. Right. So I don't know how exactly that works, but I would say <laughs> there's the Weinstein thing. And even, and um, I wonder if his company was about to go bankrupt. I, I like, if he's really in jail and not just Epstein jail, like if he's really <laughs> in jail, yeah, yeah. that's another thing I was like, is Michael Cohen, Roger Stone, Michael Flynn, um, and you know, Manafort. Are they even. How much time are they actually spending in jail? And that's what I say when they get convicted and half of them know, never even step foot in jail. So I don't know. I know Epstein's story is screwy. Like maybe Weinstein has an Epstein jail in which would make sense if my possibility theory like is that he was going bankrupt. And I, and I thought he was, he was like, a sacrificial lamb for a bigger well, people. I call a sacrificial wolf. Like you can take yeah, yeah, a lamb right yeah. because lamb, someone's yeah. an a-hole. Right. But but what if he was in on it because he was like, you know what, I'll get a little PR and maybe I won't I, I can sell the company instead of going bankrupt. And I always felt that right. about silver. I don't think he was in on it. I think his wife did it. But remember the the guy who owned the clippers? Yeah. And yeah. they like had hidden audio of him being a racist. And then the next oh, day yeah. he sold the company for some unprecedented, the team right. unprecedented. And I thought his wife, who was co-owner, she probably, you know, but it got them more money, not less. Yeah. So that I, I, I always, yeah. 
wonder with these things, like it gets them more money. So what, who, if you don't have respect for the plebs, if you don't care about the rank and file. You don't right. care if you're the villain in the story. Cause you're going to have a brand new life. And yeah. And all you care about is your peers, the respect of your peers or some people like eyes wide shut. They don't even need the respect. They need the domination. So right. I always thought like, is right. it really, you know, you really think it's cool to walk around with a 25 year old girl who's obviously after you for your money. And like, the answer is very. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah. Me, I'd be like, she doesn't love me, does she? Oh, yeah. Oh no, me too. I'm just yeah. like, how can you have self-respect? And it's like, it's not the self-respect I'm at. I get respect from other people. Well, I'm also not the one that if I won the Powerball, I could care less about flashy cars too. So I'm I don't fit that mold, I guess. I don't know. Me neither. You and me both. My my son said this to me. I said, uh, I said to him, uh you can try to be rich, but do not try to be famous. And he said, dad said the same thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like we're both like nothing could be worse than being famous. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Or, well, something could be. You're famous and you don't have any money. Yes. Tanya Harding. Tanya right. Roberts. Who? Which one was the one? Tanya Harding. Harding the with, was, uh, with Nancy The Kerrigan. ice skater. Yeah. Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Tanya to be, Harding. And yeah. I remember Mickey Rourke was being interviewed <laughs> once and he said... This is what he said. He said, you have no idea how humiliating it is to shop for your own groceries. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I was like, I, guess I so. shop for my own groceries. Right. I even do the, the self-checkout thing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, how much must it suck for your life to be impossible to live? Like, you know, just like I can't shop but, for groceries. But people, it's But people that can, though, after that, and yeah. they're humbled. Those yeah. are the best people. Because they're cool. like, we know what we had, and now we might not have that. Then they can be very powerful. And I wonder, Bill Cosby manages to say the most, the stupidest, most offensive things all the time. But he was absolutely railroaded, and like so many, I defended him every step of the way to to my yeah. detriment on Twitter. Same thing with Lori Lachlan. And I thought, now that guy really knows. He really yeah. he could be super powerful. And I just, I wonder what he's going to do with that. I don't know. I mean, he's still in jail, I think, right? I don't think so. It got overturned by the Supreme Court, as I predicted, because it was 100% uh, dirty pool. There was like five different reasons it could have been overturned. I forget which one it was. But people used to yell at me, like, why isn't it overturned? I was like, I don't know. It's not done yet. Well, I mean, it could have not been because the system's entirely corrupt, but oh, specific is. corrupt people who got him in jail in the first place and right. kept overturning like he was getting off. And they they had him, they finally got a conviction and put him in jail, a blind 80 year old who was right. definitely not going to commit the same crime again. Not, it's not possible for him to do that. And they wouldn't let him out pending appeal, which they should have given that it was like. Right. He had it had been a retrial and stuff. Now, what was you now? Just forgive me. Just what, ha what about, happened in that story? What did you, what got you thinking? Because I always thought that maybe he was guilty, but I didn't. Look, Bill Cosby. He yeah. even if you accept all the facts of the case that he admitted is that he it wasn't roofies, it was Quaaludes. And okay. if you know anything about Quaaludes, that changes the whole narrative. Okay. So. Wow. I have eight older brothers and sisters, and yeah. a lot of them really enjoy recreational <laughs> right. drugs. Two of well, them back died. In the day, they had lewds. Two of them died, right? So my sister oh, is dead sorry. now with a needle in her arm. I'm sorry. Um, 
Uh, so I mean, you're like, ah. no, no, because people become shells of themselves by the time they reach that far. So it's, you know, you, you get, you can get them back in your memory, but the reality is that like you were already coming to terms with that loss by the time it happened. So, but she, she was interested. She was very wild and she, she was much older than I was. And, uh, she loved quaaludes to the point where I don't know if they took like a drive to Mexico or something to get more <laughs> quaaludes when they got illegal here. Right. But I remember she loved quaaludes and I, I mean, apparently there's nothing else like them. So Bill Cosby knew that and he hoarded them because he knew that you could lure like, you know, popcorn on a trail, you yeah, could, right. so he would offer it to them and they would take it voluntarily. And you go oh. to, you know, a room with somebody and you take quaaludes voluntarily and then start drinking and stuff, a guy like that, and you know that his like interest in you is definitely gonna be that. I'm not saying it isn't wrong or criminal in some way, but it was misrepresented. Plus he had, uh, he had settled with that woman. The, the prosecutor would not, prosecute the case because there was a witness who said he heard that woman plotting to extort Bill Cosby. Really? So that is why, and he was not allowed to bring that witness, which is a violation, I think, of the Fifth Amendment. So wow. that's why he got that deal. And because he got that deal, he went into civil court and testified against himself and settled with her three and a half million. But it's in that testimony that he explained his MO, admitted completely everything he did, and then she violated the non-disclosure, did not give back the three and a half million as far as I know. And then they went and railroaded him beyond a statute of limitations, all these other things that wow. violated his rights. And that's so for me, what he did was absolutely reprehensible, awful. And he reveals with his the things that he says that. You know, he's insensitive, which is why they got him in the first place, because he used to say stuff like that. Right. But, uh, yeah, it was very it was clear to me that um, what he did wasn't what they said he did. And the process that they used was unconstitutional on many levels. And it got mixed up. <clears throat> it got mixed up with the, the times, too, because it was right around the, the Me Too start. A movement started happening. Well, that was intentional. The wine season yeah. that all that all happened at once. And I remember I was sometimes I tag along with my on business trips with my husband. He was going to Stockholm and Russia, and it was a short trip, but it was like a long trip, like it was more <laughs> right. time in the air. But I always wanted to eat caviar with a spoon. And I realize now, in retrospect, it probably would have been cheaper for me to just buy caviar and eat it with a spoon. <laughs> so yeah. I went to Russia and I ate caviar with a spoon. I just thought that was a cool thing. But in the meanwhile, we were in Stockholm. He had a business thing and it was like the white night. So you're up for, you know, 20 hours straight. And I was reading the newspapers, all I had in English. And it <laughs> was all over it was women, 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 women. It was a promote women, make yeah. rules that women have to be promoted. Um, men are mean to women and they harass women. And, and just the whole, and I remember I tweeted, I'm sure I could track down the date and find it. And I was just like, what is it with all this talk about women? Like what? What operation is had just got triggered over here? And then I came back and not too long later, it completely hit the US 100%. I've noticed that several times. I was in Australia once, London, where they had the exact same stories, like the bakery, yeah, like the gay marriage bakery story. There's right. a gay marriage bakery story in England, right. you know, and there was like the, the, the legal marriage, whatever thing. Um, you start noticing trends same time in Australia, yeah. like, but they're different people. So you would think it's the same, you know, 
it's the exact same storyline, but it's it's people in their names. countries. You know, right. it's like an Australia or a British guy with the base. So wow. if you get around, you can see that these things are clearly uh, either selected for promotion or crafted from whole cloth or whatever. Or even you get like back with JFK, you got uh, something where they already have Oswald's whole biography in the Christ, the, the, Christ, the New Zealand newspaper, the Christchurch Star. They already have his whole biography before he's even arrested. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I missed that one. So I stopped like following them once. Once I don't know when that happened exactly, but absolutely by twenty February 14th, 2018, yeah. I just stopped because I was like, look, I'm never going to get the smoking guns I used to get. Right. And if you're if you're not awake by now, you know, I probably yeah, am not going to help you. Somebody yeah. else can do it. And it's a huge time sink. Like I, I, you know, to really like that MH370 thing, boy, did I dig out every last detail of that. But it took forever. Well, even Courtney Love claims she had a theory about where it went. <laughs> of all people. Really? No, oh, yeah, at the time. Oh, so what's the story? So Hank Harrison was the Grateful Dead. I know he was something to do with them. They he wrote a the book about him, a couple manager. of books. He yeah, was the okay. first manager of the Grateful Dead, and then they kicked his ass to the curb. And that, so do you think that they shed yeah. their CIA connections? No, not with him, because I think, um, I think with the Grateful Dead, that was a, I'm going to get in trouble here, but. Who cares? Whatever. Tell me about it. Me too. My I husband's think, a deadhead. I think they, <laughs> I think they, uh, they kept that going as a, an experiment because if you notice the deadheads in the parking lot, it kind of transitioned to the band fish. As yeah, well. definitely. So it's kind of like, uh, like what Dave McGowan used to write about, like, uh, yeah. weird scenes inside the Canyon, you know, the idea that the whole hippie movement and the peace and love thing was kind of a manufactured thing through the music. And the Absolutely. Yeah. I think the Grateful Dead was another like pet project. And they had the unique position and insisted upon it. They foiled themselves at different turns to actually, if you wanted to enjoy their music, it was really best enjoyed in person in a super huge place where tabs were, were just Everywhere. flowing. Yeah. Right. Because I've heard a lot of other people say that they can't stand the music without have, being under yeah. the influence. Of they something. touched millions of people that way. Yeah. And I think it was a project much like, and this is what's going to get me in trouble. There's theories that Jonestown was a huge CIA oh. MK Ultra operation. Yes. I think it's the same type of thing, only a little less deadly, maybe. You should talk to Jeremy Kuzmarov, although I think somebody else just talked to him about that. Um, he's I, I love talking to him. I talked to him like maybe once a month. He's the managing editor of Covert Action magazine, which <laughs> I think is like an AG thing. I refer to that all the time. Oh like yeah, and I love it because yeah. they're they're you know left right. I don't care. I just want truth. I mean, your ideology is irrelevant to me when we're talking about like corruption and collusion and everything. I so hate I the Bushes just like I hate the Clintons. Yeah, I, yeah I me too. Not, Obama not is hate, but like just what they yes. represent. It's the same thing. No, Obama is a puppet of color. Obama and then <laughs> Trump was just another. Of course, of course, a puppet of orange color. Well, a puppet me, of color. <laughs> he's the orange Julius, is what I like. To say. <laughs> nice. Well, let me let me ask uh, real quick. Um, what did you find when it came to Parkland? Because I looked into that myself as well. Oh, you know, I did. That was my last hurrah. And I it got a little truncated. I know it was the first time I got a strike on YouTube. And it was for a show I did on WSB. So it was on the radio. And it was for bullying. 
Sheriff Israel, which he was an elected right. official. I don't know if you can bully someone like that from afar. <laughs> right, uh, he, right. he used to work. He worked at Parkland. Um, so he he knew uh, he, some of the, the ins and outs of what they should have been doing. He just he knew the people. Oh, all right. Well, that's yeah. It. I mean, he was he was he was there, and they never talked about the fact that he worked there. I mean, I guess I'm a little rusty on it, but it seemed to me that was it Cruz that was shooting because I have video of. No, I don't uh, believe yeah. that. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm not all even right. sure he was there, but I, I the one the one thing uh, these things are always multitasking. They always do a lot of things, and obviously, like the shootings are big, and they shut down the internet. That was the end yeah. of the internet. But one little detail that they had in there in his story, which I just still am very nervous about is they said somebody as bad as him should not have the taxpayers pay for his defense. Oh yeah. And see what the problem is with that is the only, if I, if I read it correctly, it's the only actual thing the constitution awards an individual (laughs) is a defense and it's no coincidence. It's because it's a safeguard against the government harassing you with persecution, bankrupting you with persecution, putting right. you in jail pending trial without your having the wherewithal to defend yourself. So right. if you say this guy is so guilty or what he's accused of is so bad that he doesn't deserve a defense, right. then that kind of, you know, uh, yeah. it eliminates any possibility of, um, you know, not being persecuted by the government, having any defense of your rights. So I like, that was just one of the things, but I don't think I cracked the code on it because the internet shut down. I just was well, looking for all the firsthand video. I was looking for all the iPhone video and there was none. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, there, there was none. There was an interview with a girl, a young yep. girl that I can't find anymore. Um, no, I had the video. Saying actually. that she was walking with Cruz. She was walking with him and that she heard gunfire in the distance. Yeah, I think that was a little bit planted to send people off the wrong. I, I mean, Sam, I I don't Sam, think he was Sam there. Sam said that too. Tripoli uh, said that as well. I think. Yeah, because it was the only it was the only weird video available, and like fifteen yeah. people sent it to me. I was like, yeah. I don't no, even look at stuff fifteen people send me. Right. right. <laughs> I don't even look at it. The only thing that it stood out. To me, that that could have been a possibility is because when I look back into, uh, you know, with Columbine, there were up to like 10 shooters that were reported seen, not just the two. Really? You believe that? I, I don't, I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm just saying that video, we had that video because they wanted us to, but I don't think he was. Oh, that one. Yeah. Did it. Yeah, no, the the cruise thing, I don't think he did it. I think he was far away. Like, wasn't he at like a gas station? McDonald's or something. Or something yeah. Yeah, yeah. So poor guy. And from a super broken home and like, you know, like no, nobody cares. Yeah. It's like one time somebody tried to kidnap me when I was young, like a, as a teenager. And oh. I had, because I dropped out of high school, I moved away. And I was a waitress and this guy pretended like he knew somebody I knew. And fortunately, the friend said, I think, Someone said, you think that guy's my friend? He's not. But what the guy said to me is, do you have a boyfriend or a parent, like anybody who's going to miss you if you come? To a prolonged photo shoot or whatever. He said, "We, you know, we fly to Dallas and then we go on. And I, I talked to the guy like 
once on the phone. So I met him in person. Like he came up to me at a bar when I was with a bunch of people. Yeah. And then I gave him my phone number and he, because, you know, as a young girl, you always think you're, you know, you are so pretty or whatever. Well, it's like, yeah, you're so yeah. pretty. And uh, so I listened, so I listened to him and I remember in retrospect that he asked me if any, basically is, does anyone know you're here? <laughs> you know? So yeah. So the cruise story, you know, he just, there's nobody there. I don't think there's anybody there who would have defended him, but uh, people do get taken down their whole families. The Buffalo kid, like his family was some, I don't know what went on there, but it was a fishy story, but everybody goes down. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the San Bernardino people, they were so completely framed. And there the were family, four guys, four guys. Uh, oh my gosh. That was so awful. In like SWAT gear. Yeah, I think black swag. Yeah. So, and the lawyer came out and he's like, I totally thought Sandy Hook was people were crazy. He thought the lawyer said, but I now I know because these people are completely I experienced crazy. it. Yeah. Murdered. Yeah. And never heard from that guy again. So I think families do get caught up in it. But so what about Columbine? I, I never really got the low down skinny on that. Well, there were a couple of guys on the roof that were shooting at people escaping and keeping the cops at bay so that the main op could uh, go up go ahead you know without any interruptions i know someone i actually interviewed her her name is jen jen thompson she saw an adult shooter with klebold at a certain point and the guy looked like he was in the military and he had a sawed off a tan colored sawed off shotgun and he was trying to calm klebold down because it was almost like the way she describes it, it was like Klebold was get, coming out of his trance or something. So I think it was like a handler type of guy. And that he probably, the way he escaped after the two of them were killed in the library, very unnaturally looking like the... It, the photos are online. I don't suggest anyone to go look for them. But the way that they're laying and their 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 arms and their legs are over their weapons... It just looks odd. And they claim they supposedly shot themselves. Yeah. In the library, apparently, but they forgot whoever set, set up the scene, forgot that Klebold was a left-handed person. So they tried to, yeah. So it was like the, it, the weapon that killed him was in his right hand. So right. it's like they, someone screwed up, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, During right, the right. thing. But anyway, um, I think that whoever this adult guy was, and there were other adult looking types that had masks on and officially Harris and Klebold didn't have any masks that they were wearing. Um, this adult probably put on uh, a fireman's uniform or a, a cop's uniform, any official and waited for the other SWAT guys to finally come in and just got out with with the crowd you know what i mean that type of thing that's just a th speculation who would do that like whether it's a crazy kid or a mercenary it, like who is killing high school kids i mean your people well, were murdered right if you look at human trafficking and all the child molestation stuff that we see that takes down all the politicians with blackmail and stuff yeah. it doesn't surprise me now like looking I mean, but back. you have to have real psychos and i'm surprised they can even or they were or even the handlers could have been brainwashed too. Oh, I that's do, true. Yeah. I do believe that those boys were brainwashed in some capacity because Wayne Harris had a background with black ops, I believe, in the Air Force. And a lot of weird stuff like when the cops went to the Harris's house during, they actually went to their house during the shooting before Eric was officially a suspect. Who tipped him off to that? And the father, Wayne and Kathy, the, the, uh, mother and father were sitting there waiting for them 
to arrive. They were acting weird too. You can find this. I'm not making this up, people. For anyone out there, you there's um, thousands and thousands of pages of reports and witness statements, and there's a lot of weird stuff, Monica. It's a rabbit hole. I remember the one thing that is like always a red flag for me yeah. is if they had uh, like were taken in to custody. Like it's the now everybody jokes they about it, the FBI phenomenon, and they, they were. were. Because they, they broke it, they broke into a van and they got um yeah. they got what do you call it? Um their punishment was the word's not coming to me, but they were had to go to a program like anger management program. Yeah. And mm-hmm. They were on um parole type thing, not parole, but they were in a program for delinquents for a little while there. And well, that'll teach you a thing or two. <laughs> right. And Eric Harris was actually was visited by a Marine recruiter right before everything went down too. Um, it always with these shooters, it's either um, a recruiter they're seeing or a psychiatrist that were never allowed to, a- to yes. ask questions about. They have all these different tells. There's usually more than one or two suspects on the scene that are witnessed and they disappear. And a lot of times, like, and I usually dismiss this, but now that you mention it, I'm thinking this is that they always talk about the use of SSRIs and depressions and antidepressants. Yeah. And I'm thinking, because I, I think, you know, I think that's a complicated topic. And I think it's used to, like, however, it's, it's yes, it's probably stuff. part of the yeah. program. It's not that this could happen yeah. to you, it's that it's, it is used in that way specifically yeah. on these targeted people. In 1991, there was a case that I ended up finding, um, like through not the Wayback Machine, but actually in a library, I think, with microfiche or whatever they call it. Yeah, wow. There How was, old are you? Don't no, I, <laughs> believe you me, I feel very old. I was hatched in '83. Younger than I am. Yeah, but <laughs> I feel much older than I actually am. But yeah, there was a case in the early 90s where a, a psychiatrist got in trouble for trying to get his patient to commit a series of murders and it was with like brainwashing techniques. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. And then when you look at the MK ultra program itself, those are all psychiatrists working for the CIA. So. Oh my gosh. That's just, so it's sick. scary. But if you think about it, Monica, Uncle Columbine Tim. is the nine 11 of school shootings, that whole, or even spree shootings phenomenon. Right. They all, it always gets referenced. So I think that's why all the attention was put on this one event. And I saw pictures from footage that has disappeared of a NATO truck sitting out in front of Columbine at the beginning of the massacre. And NATO is not supposed to be operational within the, the United right. States. And it was during Kosovo when, uh, when Clinton sent everyone to Kosovo that week. It was the same week. And NATO has to do with Operation Gladio, which has a whole bunch of shootings like from the 60s. Oh, yes. Strategy of tension. That you know it. Yes. Yes. Like yes. me yes. and Charlie yes. Robinson. I think that was the first about. podcast I ever did. Was a really? Like as opposed to the radio what? show. So I thought you were going to notice my mug. My husband pointed this out. We had this. He went to a conference once and got this mug. That says Silicon Valley Bank on it. Oh, and he was bank. like, oh, you need to save that. It's going to be a collector's. Oh, yeah, it is now. Trotting well, it out just to see it, if anybody notices, but nobody notices my little mug. Oh, no, I'm just engaged with what you were telling me about. Oh, yeah. No, but plus I have a podcast, so no one's ever going to see it, but I just thought it was funny. But, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, you, oh, we're up, we're coming up. You gave me more time than you had to. I, oh, I, no, I, I definitely have to the bottom of the hour, but I still have, you know, I have um a highly dependent 
son who I'm, he's never going to grow out of being a dependent because he has Down syndrome. So like, it's a little, at this point, yeah. I'm feeling a little gypped because my other kids are going to college and I'm like, I still have to watch the clock for like when the bus gets home. I'm like, come on. I need, yeah. you know, I love him to death. He's so adorable, but uh, it's just, it always messes up my time, but I do have a few more minutes. Like, was there anything else that like, we're so on the same wavelength with this stuff yeah. and, I, and I don't want to just, I wanted to talk to you for a long time. Love him. Just love RFK. So I don't want to disillusion you there. Oh, I don't even care. No, no. I just, yeah. if there's, if there's smoke there, then I want to know. I don't want to be, cause I I've, you know, I've always thought with the, the Trump people and the Obama people, I'm like, you're, you got blinders on. I don't want to yeah. be the same type of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But no, basically, um, if you want to just, if you could just tell, I, I want to apologize because like I was telling Charlie Robinson the other week, um, I have like OCD pretty bad. So when I oh. find articles, no, when I find articles that I think other people could use, like either yeah. in the research or in their shows, yeah. I have a tendency to keep sending them and... <laughs> I want to apologize because you are a victim of that as well. Oh, yeah. You can always send it to me. I just don't always know what it's for. And I, I will tell you this. I I love Twitter. I try to answer every single thing. Um, yeah. But people send me a lot of like links and videos and stuff. And yeah. I'll tell you, I actually, and this is my fault, I'm a little overextended. So I... Like I can't absorb as much information as I probably should in proportion to how well, much like, output... Too. A lot of, a lot of it's dark. Also, I tweet at night, basically under the covers, and <clears throat> my husband goes to sleep at like ten o'clock. So I can never. I remember in the beginning, like I just want to apologize because I, I didn't uh, want to be a nuisance if I was. Oh no, not at all. But always... all I tell people, and I'll tell this to everybody: you can send me whatever you want. I cannot really watch the videos, and oh yeah. Um, and I just, I won't answer, but so every once in a while I'll catch my eye. So never hesitate to send me anything, but please don't mind if I can't really oh, no. uh, get I it. Always, all in. I always put it there for a rainy day in case. Yeah. Like, if you, it's there. Oh the, yeah. Right. That's true. I actually have done, like I would remember. So today I was, I wanted to listen. I had listened to the first half of it, but I wanted to listen to the second half of your conversation with Sam Tripoli. Oh, yeah. I said, oh, I know Chris put it in the DM. So yeah, was, I had, yeah. the, had the link real handy. No, it was great. So yeah. I agree with you. And I'll, I can use searches. I love, Sometimes I DM myself. <laughs> you know, sometimes I use Twitter itself as like my repository for for like articles that I want to talk about. If I just tweet anything oh, I'm yeah. interested in the next day, I'll look back and say, well, these are the things I want to talk about. Well, I, I'm not a big fan of Facebook, but you know what? It has its function, at least for me. And I'm able to, I don't think you can really do it with Twitter, but with Facebook, if you go in Facebook Messenger, like the things I would send Donald, like for uh, during the research and everything, you can have, uh, there's like the, the capability to search with keywords yeah. and it'll take me back to the articles from like two, three years ago that I sent him. So it does have, you know, it does help out in certain ways. There's but. a little trick on Twitter. If you, if you look really closely up in that corner above your face. Oh, it's got a search thing. <laughs> yeah. Or like on the other side, it's over here. It's not. I'm, oh, it's not the magnifying. It's over here. It's yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah. So, but it's just on the mobile version. And it's oh. just, I think it's just in the mobile. Maybe it's not just in the mobile, but that's where I found it. And I can find, that's how I just found this thing about um, uh, Luzine, whatever her name was. Oh, um, okay. oh Debbie Lozignan, something like that. 
Yeah. L-U-S-I-G-N-A. Because I just searched, I, I knew I had written something in there and I searched it. And, and then that's actually a very useful tool. But yes, you feel yeah. free to show well, me your links. I appreciate you taking the time and I've wanted to talk to you for a very long time. And I watched your uh, Sam Tripoli episode too. Well, you had a few, but in yeah. the union of the unwanted, but like you were going into the false flag stuff too. And I'm like, she knows what she's talking about. Like, I remember sitting there like talking like to the screen. I'm like, yeah, that's right. You know? Yeah. And Thank I you. Thought, and I felt the same way with you. Like, I like it when people know like Columbine, Courtney yeah. Love, like not everybody acknowledges that those things are, you know, fishy and like the Trump and everything. People get mad at me when I say that about <laughs> Trump and I, I love Trump errs. Like my mom, I go to my mom's house and I mean, like she has a mug that's like, uh, right, you know, right. Jesus is my God. Trump is my president or something. And <laughs> right, you know, it's right. just, everything is super Trumpian. And, uh, but you know, I love I just can't, I, yeah, I just can't like, like I, I felt like he was, there were a lot of people that were looking to different things, like the Q thing. Yeah. They were, there was people that were taken advantage of and other people that not so much taken advantage of, but they were just looking for hope in certain places and these ops. And I do, I consider them ops. Like when yeah. they said that John F. Kennedy Jr., who I am I am convinced he yeah. was killed. He, that plane blew up. And I talked to the guy, the last guy he ever talked to at the airport. They tried saying that he was Q at one point. And I'm like, this is an op. Oh, yeah. And I'm like. No, <clears throat> no it, even just on its face that yeah. that JFK Jr. Yeah. happened to die in the great tradition of Kennedy's dying. I mean, right. they had to think of a different way to do it. You know? You're right. It couldn't be a bullet or whatever. I mean, then Teddy, he was in a, a plane crash, but that was a long, long time before. And his, and, and JFK's his brother Kick died in a plane crash that's, with the cat. That's, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and the original heir apparent. And Joe, Joe, Joe senior. No, not Joe senior. junior. Joe, Joe Jr. and Elliot Rosen, uh, Roosevelt was behind that and could have had wow. something to do with it, too. Oh, really? That is going to be in Donald's Hidden History 3. But that, nice. Now I'm spoiling someone else's book. But anyway, Monica, oh. you are great. And uh, it was so fun talking to you. I it love was. it. And I hope that we can talk uh, many more times. Absolutely. And Anytime you like. I love it. Very would enjoyable. You, would you be able to tell everyone how... They can find you, all your work, your shows, the times, everything. So I, um, my current endeavor is I try to do deep dives, which is I'll take some yes. story out of the news, like this SVB, Silicon Valley Bank or whatever, and I'll just really spend a whole day or more just digging into it and doing a deep dive. So like 45 minutes, like everything you ever wanted to know about MH370 or whatever. But it takes a lot of time. And so a lot of the other stuff I do is buddy dives like this and um, interviews with, I call them dive master interviews with people who like really did that kind of research on a specific subject. So you could come on and do Columbine, be a dive master. That is all on Deep Dives with Monica Perez and also on rockfin.com slash deep dives. And I put all my show notes and everything like that on monicasdeepdives.com. And I would ask you, I have, um, I the way I pay for my production, I don't, I don't make any money, I don't even break even, but I pay for it by with commercials. 
So if you don't like the commercials, it actually is more helpful to me. Uh, there's a commercial free iTunes feed called Deep Dives Premium, which yeah. is all commercial free. And I put buddy dives like this, if you will allow me, yeah, uh, yeah. commercial free in the premium feed. So that's it. But you can just start with Deep Dives with Monica Perez on your favorite podcasting platform. And on Twitter? At Monica Perez Show. I tweet yeah. like crazy. I've tweet. I have like... I think last time I had 50,000 tweets. It's, how, do, how does a person tweet 50,000 times? How does a person who says she's short on time tweet <laughs> 50,000 times? Like I, I need to I write know. down like my calories. Like, okay, I tweeted 15 times. That's enough. Yeah, 50,000, yeah. <laughs> well, I can't wait to talk to you again. And uh, this has been uh, really informative and uh, really entertaining. So thank you. I agree. Thanks so much. All right. I'm going to hit the end broadcast.